Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hey friends, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Pursuit of This Podcast. I am recording again from Costa Rica. If you didn't listen to my last episode, I came uh, to Costa Rica the first week of January to visit. I came back to this really small, beautiful beach town that I lived in actually uh, four years ago. I lived here for a year and I hadn't been back in three years. And I decided to come back to visit my friends and I packed a bag for a week, fully believed I was only going to stay for seven days. Here I am over two weeks later with no plans to leave. Um, I've already extended my stay until the end of February. Um, Most likely will be staying longer and I feel like being here, it's really opened my eyes to an even deeper understanding of abundance, which is why I wanted to record this podcast for all of you. Uh, If you haven't already, make sure you go back and listen to my last podcast episode before this one, where I talk about my experience in this town, because this is the town I lived in four years ago when I had one of the biggest like rock bottom experiences of my life. And it was really triggering in the beginning to come back here and to experience um, the memories of that old version of me who I don't resonate with anymore and who I felt a lot of shame around. Um, and I've, it's been a really intense healing journey just the last two weeks being here. So make sure you listen to that. And honestly, I've had a lot of you reach out to me on Instagram and Facebook and email, letting me know that you've been to Costa Rica too. And it's such a special place. And, um, so many of you have a lot of magical memories here and yeah, Costa Rica is, I believe personally, one of the most magical places in the world. It's like a a vortex, an abundance vortex, and a time vortex. The last two weeks here, it's felt like I've been here for two years. Honestly, it's insane. And I just, I feel really, really grateful because last time I was here, I was so broke, so anxious about money, working in jobs that made me so miserable. And being here this time, I feel so blessed and grateful that I can come uh, for seven days and choose to extend my stay as long as I want. And I'm still paying my rent for my dream home in North Carolina. It's there waiting for me when I get back. Uh, And I just, I feel like being here, it's truly like grounded me into this like deeper level of gratitude for everything I've cultivated and manifested in the past year, year and a half, two years, even three, four years. Because I feel like it's easy to fall into a gratitude practice and express gratitude for what you have. But until you take a step back from what you have, it's hard to actually experience that deeper level of gratitude for it. And it's interesting because being here, I only packed a tiny little duffel bag thinking I'd be here for seven days. 
didn't even bring my contact lenses. I have to have them shipped to me. Didn't really bring enough clothing. Didn't bring enough underwear. Didn't bring enough sports bras. Like I'm really short on everything. Don't have most of my daily quote unquote necessities that I use in my everyday life. I uh, don't have most of my jewelry. Don't have any of my shoes. Don't, I really have nothing compared to what I have uh, at home. And in the midst of not having all of my material things, I feel more abundant than I felt in years and years and years, if not my entire life. And I mean, I've always known that material things aren't abundance. There's no shame in having them or wanting them. Material things are part of grounding ourselves into this human experience. And there's no shame in experiencing the full spectrum of the human experience. However, I've really grounded myself into like the deeper internal knowing that I don't need anything outside of myself to feel abundant and worthy and loved and just full of joy. There's nothing outside of me that I need because right now in Costa Rica in this tiny little town without all of my things, without my BMW, without my home, without even my fancy business equipment, I'm like recording this podcast on this little mini cheap mic that I had, like a replacement mic. I don't have my lighting set up. I don't have my desk. I don't have anything that I typically have in a normal day. And without all of that, I still feel so rich and abundant in every area of my life. And yes, a lot of those things provide more ease in my life and more flow, and they make things simpler with the day-to-day processes. And it's nice to have the fancy kitchen gadgets. I love my BMW Elsa, and I do miss her. But there is magic in simplicity, and there is magic in taking a step back and realizing that those things are all amazing, and I'm grateful for them, but I don't need them. And I've noticed that what makes me feel the most abundant in the entire world right now is the community and the connection and the love and the relationships and the friendships around me. I have been setting the intention to manifest friends, a really close-knit, supportive community of like-minded friends for a long time, ever since quarantine. And I know that a lot of people experience loneliness in quarantine, myself not excluded. It was like six months of being trapped in a home, um, basically alone. And I use that time to dive deep into my loneliness and do a lot of deep healing, integrating and shadow work and inner work. And I came out the other side, a new version of me, and I needed that time. But on the other side of the six months of deep inner work and being alone, I was craving connection and craving that kind of deep soul connection, soul friendship, soul relationships. I was calling that in and At the time, I was quarantining in California, and I truly believed that the friends were going to show up there. But of course, the universe had other plans, and I ended up in North Carolina. (laughs) Um, And if you haven't heard the story of how that happened, I have a whole podcast episode on that, because it's too much for this episode. I think it's an episode called something about manifesting my dream home. But I ended up in North Carolina and just manifested the most incredible group of girlfriends there. Um, Just all entrepreneurs, spiritual a supportive, just incredible, incredible woman who I just felt so honored to get to spend time with. And then a few months later, here I find myself in Costa Rica. Um, and, you know, me coming here kind of happened by a series of synchronicities. I didn't expect to be back here for another years and years, if not ever. And it was very last minute and spontaneous that I booked a flight. Um, and I'm not going to go into the details of how that happened, but it was a series of synchronicities that led me here unexpectedly and I showed up here and um, the community here is unmatched Uh, I think the friends that you meet when you're traveling if you've ever traveled long term 
a different kind of friendship. The bond that you create with the friends you meet abroad is so much deeper. And in my personal experience, you bond so much more quickly. And I have gotten to reconnect with so many of my friends from years ago and so many new friends. And it's almost like everyone that I used to know, I feel like I have almost this deeper connection with now. And I feel like my energy is so much different here and being received and perceived by people I used to know in a new light. And it feels so good to be here as this new version of me who feels actually lit up on the inside. And instead of having to go outward to find friends or people or men or whatever it is for that external validation, I no longer need that. Last time I was here, it was like I was um, searching and searching and, and just reaching for for people to make me feel better about myself because I didn't have that internal worthiness, that internal abundance. But now after spending so long diving deep into myself and learning to meet my own needs, I no longer look externally for the most part. Of course, I'm not perfect, but I'm no longer searching externally for other people to meet my needs without even knowing it. I meet my own needs and I feel so good and so abundant and so lit up in my own life and in what I've created for myself and in who I am that I need nothing external from me. I don't need anyone to validate me. And from that energy, I have attracted the most incredible people into my life over and over and over. And truly, if I lost everything overnight, all my money, all my business, my home, my car, whatever it might be. I would still feel rich in love. I would still feel rich and abundant and wealthy because I have so much love and so much connection and so many meaningful relationships around me. And I also know that if I were to lose everything overnight, all the money's gone, all the business is gone, the car is gone, the house is gone, all of it's gone, I would still be okay because manifestation doesn't go away. I've mastered it. Law of attraction doesn't go away. My skill set doesn't go away. My unique gifts and abilities and talents that I incarnated here to gift the world don't go away. And all I need to do is reconnect to my heart, reconnect to my highest self, reconnect with my soul purpose here, reconnect with the abundance that exists outside of anything external to me. And from that energy, I attract everything else because Abundance has nothing to do with how much money you have in your bank account or how many fancy cars you have or where you live or how many things you have. Abundance is a feeling. Abundance is an energetic vibration. Abundance can only be attained internally. Nothing external can bring you abundance. However, all of the external that you consider to be abundance is attracted to the internal vibration of abundance. So it is your job to cultivate internal abundance in order to attract the external. And most people do this backwards. They say, I want to manifest money. And they focus on manifesting money, but they still don't feel abundant on the inside. They're manifesting money to fill a void or to feel better or to look a certain way or to achieve something or to give themselves permission to feel safe and happy. When the reality is money can't bring you all of those things. Money is an incredible resource. Money definitely makes life easier. I love money, but money isn't going to bring you what you think it is. Money will not make you feel abundant. In fact, what I found is that when I had the most money in my bank account that I've ever had in my entire life, 
I also felt a lot of scarcity because the more money I attract, the more limiting beliefs come up for me to work through so I can get to that next level. So it's not unusual to attract money and then suddenly feel a lot of scarcity and fear that wants to be worked through because money does not make you feel abundant, but abundance attracts money and all else. What does actually make you feel abundance? Well, abundance is our true nature. Our souls are abundant by nature. Scarcity is an illusion. It's an illusion created by the mind and whatever exists in the mind shows up in our hologram, right? The world around us, I call it a hologram. It's a hologram of our consciousness, a hologram of our mind, of our internal world. So when scarcity exists in the mind, it shows up in our external material 3D hologram. But it's not our truth. Our truth, our souls, who we are on a soul level, we are abundance. The universe is abundance. The universe does not create scarcity. Humans do. Our minds do. We create the illusion of scarcity. So in order to attain abundance, attract abundance, manifest abundance, we don't need to create abundance. We need to let go of the scarcity and come back home to who we truly are and always were, which is the vibration of love and abundance. Now, when we think about the vibration of love and abundance, you can ask yourself, what makes me feel the most loving, the most connected, the most abundance? In what situations do I feel most like my fullest self? And I say fullest self because when I'm feeling the most abundant, I feel full full of love and full of light and full of joy, just like overflowing. It doesn't mean that I am like technically happy or cheerful or bubbly, just full. And I don't really know any other words to, to explain this. Maybe some of you understand what I mean, but that feeling of just like fullness, like you are so grounded in this experience, so grounded, your soul is so grounded into your body and you're just full of life, like life energy, life force energy. Um, your whole body is just full of it, just vibrating with life force energy and you need nothing outside of you. You know, this is like the feeling of knowing that I need nothing. Everything I need is already within me and that attracts all else to me. And the moments when I feel the most full of life are the moments when I'm immersed in nature, when I'm laying in the sand, looking at the ocean, or when I am laying in the grass, staring up at the trees, whether I'm in Costa Rica or North Carolina or anywhere in the world. When I am having belly laughs with my friends, when I'm watching the sun go down over the horizon, when I am receiving love or gratitude from a client, when I have clients sharing with me how their lives have changed, when I see them crying because they've transformed so much, I feel full of life. I feel so fulfilled and full of life. Like, I need nothing else but this moment. I need nothing else but this sunset. I need nothing else but this moment of receiving this love and gratitude from this client. I need nothing else but the connection that I feel when I'm staring at the trees or when my feet are in the sand. In those moments, I need nothing else outside of me. These are the moments I feel most abundant, not the moments when I'm riding around in my BMW or the moments when I'm decorating my beautiful home or buying uh, designer bags. I love those moments and those moments do make me feel abundant. But that is just this like small version, this like meager version of external abundance. And external and internal abundance are so separate and external will never fulfill you. And being back here in Costa Rica has really, I mean, this awareness 
I think it's always been present for me. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but it feels more true now than ever before. It's resonating with me on a deeper level. And I don't know if any of you can resonate with this, but sometimes you know that something is a truth and you know it at a certain level of your being, but sometimes you experience something or have a certain amount of healing and that truth that you know is true, you experience it as true because there's a difference between knowing something is true and experiencing it as true. And I've experienced this truth of abundance around me on such a deep level here, deeper than I've ever felt it before in my life. Um, you know, it's just feeling so abundant and rich and wealthy and it has nothing to do with anything except for the fullness that I feel. And this feeling is available to anyone at any moment. You don't need to be in Costa Rica to feel it. You don't need to be anywhere in particular. Because I remember I used to have fleeting moments of this feeling when I lived in Denver a few years ago. So now when I'm in Costa Rica, this feeling is like ever present. But when I was in Denver a few years ago, one of my second rock bottoms in my life where I was extremely miserable and unhappy and I was waking up at 4 a.m. to work on my business, going to a 9 to 5 job that I hated, sharing a bedroom, blah, blah, blah. You've probably heard my story before if you've listened to the podcast. I remember I used to walk down the street when it was snowing and um, personally, I'm not a fan of cold weather or snow, so I hated it. And I remember thinking, okay, let me find the beauty in this. And I remember looking at buildings and just staring at the building until I could find the beauty in it. I would admire the color, the texture, the shapes, the details of the bricks. I would stare at it until I literally felt the beauty of it and could like see the energy around it. Like, I'm not kidding you, it sounds crazy, but I used to like see like energy and auras around like buildings and uh, anything that I would stare at long enough until I could feel the energy and feel the beauty of whatever it was. And I could feel all of the hard work that every single worker who put that building together poured into that project. And the person who designed it and created it and chose the colors. You can find that feeling of awe anywhere you are in the world, but you will have to consciously immerse yourself in that vibration for it to become normal. Now for me, it's becoming more of a set point. I don't even have to try and it becomes just my natural set point throughout the day, but I spent years consciously programming my mind to look for the beauty, to look for the reasons to be awestruck in my life. Even if I couldn't find a reason, I would sit and I would stare until I could find the beauty. I could find the reason to be in awe of this life because there are so many reasons. And it's been interesting being back here in, in this town in Costa Rica. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are having a hard time in the States with the quarantine and, and coming here and talking to my friends who live here and realizing just how little people have been getting by here with. Because, you know, this town and I think a lot of towns abroad in countries like Costa Rica and places like that, um, they depend on tourism. That's how they make their money. The economy depends on tourism. And when travel stopped, the money stopped. And I was talking to a few of my friends who are locals here, grew up, uh, grew up here, and about what it's been like for them because they haven't been able to make money for months before the tourists were allowed back. And, um, you know, that's kind of a scary thought because a lot of them make all of their money during high season when tourists come and then the tourists leave and they've saved up money for the rest of the year and um, they couldn't do that this year and I talked to a few of them and the perspective um, 
is incredible. I heard the same thing over and over that, yes, it was so hard. It was a little bit scary, but you know what? I don't need that much to be happy. I'm okay with a simple life. I'm still good. I'm still alive. Um, and you, the main energy here is this focus on gratitude and happiness and joy, even when there is so, so many reasons to be in fear, to be afraid, to be scared. So many fewer resources, especially in times like these. And the people that I've surrounded myself with here don't send out any of that vibration. And I noticed that just being in the States versus landing here in Costa Rica, the energy shifted. I didn't even realize I was carrying a fear vibration until I got here and experienced myself letting go of it. Because there's a big fear vibration and scarcity vibration in the States right now. But so many of the people here are healthy and thriving and joyful. And um, when I talked to the locals about it, why are so many people here so healthy and thriving, especially in a time when a lot of people aren't? And I keep getting the same answer. Because we're happy, because we're grateful, because we get fresh air and sunlight, because we're in nature, and because we don't indoctrinate our minds with negative news every day. Less social media, less news, less TV, less Netflix, more ocean, more salt, more air, more sunlight, more nature, more gratitude. That is abundance. Mother nature is abundance. Like this earth has everything we could ever need to thrive. And I think being here is a reminder to go back to the basics. Are you getting enough sunlight? Are you getting enough fresh air? Are you grounding yourself in nature? Are you consciously choosing to be awestruck by life? Are you focusing on gratitude and the things that you can control? Are you indoctrinating yourself every single day with negative news? I notice even being here, I've had a natural detox from the news. I just haven't been watching it, haven't been on social media as much, haven't been catching up. Um, I've been seeing the main things that are happening, but I'm no longer looking at that every day at all. I'm getting sunlight every single day. I'm connecting and laughing with my friends every single day. I feel the healthiest and happiest and most energetic and most abundant, abundant I felt. So take a look at your life. And if you're focusing on manifesting money, take a step back for a second and say, wait, how is it that I'm expecting to feel when the money comes? Is it happy? Is it joyful? Is it safe? And what can I do in my life now to meet those needs? Because we tend to project unmeet needs on our manifestations. We have an unmet need to feel joyful, to feel safe, to feel excited. And we say, you know what? When I manifest the money, I'll finally meet that need. That money will meet that need for me. But nothing external from you can actually meet your internal needs. So how do you expect to feel when the money comes? And how can you cultivate that in your life now? You need to feel safe. What makes you feel unsafe? Cut that shit out. No more negative, toxic, fear-mongering news cycles. No more negative, toxic shows that make you feel shitty about who you are or where you are in life or that portray human beings as bad or negative or toxic primarily. No more spending time with people who put you down or make you feel bad about yourself. People who don't respect you or value you for you and your opinions, who only love you if you show up a certain way or share a certain opinion or value. No more of that bullshit. No more of what makes you feel unsafe, unvalued, unworthy, disrespected, 
or unloved. And this is something that I talked about a lot with my students recently is it is not selfish to put your own needs first. When you put your needs first, you are manifesting the highest good for all. Because when you heal yourself, you heal the world. And you can't give to others what you're not already giving to yourself. And we do no one any favors in the long term to put other people's needs over our own. When we try to show up a certain way or hide how we're feeling or refuse to set boundaries or say yes when we mean no or no when we mean yes, just to, to save someone else from feeling hurt or, or from experiencing pain, all we're doing is holding back growth that they need to experience. When we stop labeling emotions as good or bad, we can stop trying to protect people from pain because pain is not bad. Pain is a necessary part of life and it is not our job to protect others from feeling heavy emotions. It is our job to put our needs first in every single moment because, you know, the old stereotypical phrase, you can't pour out of, empty, uh, pour out of an empty cup. You got to fill your own cup first. That is abundance. And I think I kind of went off on a tangent here. I don't even know how I got to talking about this as tends to happen when I'm on my podcast, but I think this is important. You cannot be in the vibration of abundance if you are not meeting your own needs first and foremost. And sometimes, sometimes meeting your needs means cutting out all the other noise and all the other toxic people and toxic things that are blocking you from meeting your own needs or making you feel unsafe. All right, back to the point. So let's say you want to manifest money because you think you'll experience more joy or more excitement or more freedom. How can you add more freedom or more joy to your life now? Ask yourself, how can I bring more joy into my work life? How can I bring more joy into my relationships? How can I bring more excitement, more freedom into my life? Because money will never bring you all of those things. Money will not make you feel safe or free or uh, joyful or excited unless you've cultivated that vibration internally first. Money is a magnetizer. It will magnetize what is already within you. If you are miserable and sad and feel unsafe, money will make you feel more of that in the long run. It is up to you to cultivate the internal abundance now and everything outside of you will magnetize what is within you. Relationships are the same. If you feel lonely and sad and miserable and unworthy, the relationships you attract will make you feel more lonely and unworthy within those relationships. Until you learn to cultivate the worthiness, the love, the peace within you, your relationships will not reflect that. Nothing outside of you can meet your own needs. Only you can meet your own needs. And then the way you meet your own internal needs will, will always be reflected in whatever you attract to you externally. So I guess the message of this podcast um, really ends up being what needs do you have that aren't being met by yourself and how can you meet those needs every single day? And what are you including in your life right now that is blocking you from meeting your needs, that is making you feel unworthy, unsafe, unloved, disrespected, anxious? And how can you challenge yourself to set your boundaries, put your needs first, speak your truth to make yourself feel safe and loved and worthy every single day? Because sometimes to feel loved and worthy we don't need to find people who make us feel loved and worthy. We need to set boundaries with the people who make us feel the opposite. Because when you say, you know what? I'm not available for this. I'm not available for this vibration. When you no longer give people access to you who don't make you feel abundant and loved and special 
And of course, everyone is human and everyone makes mistakes and no one will make us feel this way all the time. But if you're not surrounded by people who make you feel this way most of the time, who are actively putting an effort to support you and show up for you. And I'm not like, I'm talking friendships. I'm talking business partnerships. I'm talking romantic relationships. I'm talking family, I'm talking everyone. When you say, you know what? I'm worthy of more and I'm not available for this kind of energy. You're telling the universe, I believe I'm worthy of more. It is an act of self-love to create boundaries with people who don't appreciate you and show up for you and support you and love on you and respect you the way that you deserve. And you know what? Oftentimes when you set those boundaries, those people will eventually come back and rise to meet you at the vibration that you are worthy of. And sometimes they won't, but then you make space to attract the people who actually will. That is abundance. And I know you might have expected this podcast episode to be all about money, but the truth is that manifesting money doesn't have that much to do with money. Money is just energy. It's one physical manifestation of the energy of abundance. And the energy of abundance isn't just cultivated by healing your relationship with money. That's important. And I have so many podcast episodes on that. But you can do all the money work in the world and work through your limiting beliefs. But if you don't cultivate internal abundance... You cannot attract long-lasting external abundance, including money. And if you guys do want to cultivate internal abundance and you want support with that, because I know it can be difficult to dive deep into that on your own, that's why I have my Blissful Abundance Academy, my 10-week manifestation academy. I'm so excited because I'm opening up for enrollment again. Um, If you're interested, you can apply. The link is in the show notes. You can apply and book a free call with my team. We'll chat with you about what your goals are, what you want to manifest, what's blocking you, and see if it would be a good fit for you. And I would love to have you and to personally support you inside of there. And enrollment for BMC, the Bliss Manifestation Certification Program to become a certified manifestation coach, is ending this week. Um, This is actually the last day to enroll. So if you're thinking about enrolling, make sure you register to day. You can send me a DM if you have any questions on Instagram. I'm at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore. I just had my last call, Zoom call with my BMC cohort from last round and it was so beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful for full circle moments of um, they are all having such incredible breakthroughs. I just got off that call and was so filled up with joy after two hours of hearing student after student sharing all of the breakthroughs they're having and the clients are manifesting, the money they're manifesting and the love and healing they manifested. It's been incredible. I've never seen a group of women ever have such deep transformations in such a short period of time. So if you want to cultivate that for yourself and you want my personal support, this is for you. So the link is in the show notes to, to apply for that. Um, if you're listening to this after uh, this week, you can also go to that same link and add yourself to the waitlist for the next round. And of course, as usual, if this podcast helped you at all, I would love for you to share it on your Instagram and tag me. I love when you guys do that and I get to repost it. And um, um, I would love for you to write me a review on iTunes and just leave an honest review. And if you do choose to do that, you can take a screenshot and um, send that screenshot to support at pursuitablist.com and you'll receive a little gift Uh, directly to your inbox from me and that's all I have for all of you I hope you're having a beautiful beautiful day wherever you are in the world and I'll talk to you guys soon